0: Hello and welcome. You are listening to the Therapy Is a Christian podcast. I'm your host, Raza Renee. Welcome to another episode of the show. Hi, my lovelies. Happy March. So I am officially, officially back from maternity leave. Thank you all so much for rocking with me while I took a very long, extended, needed, and a beautiful break. So for those of you that don't know, and new listeners. I recently had a beautiful baby boy exactly three months ago in two days, and which is crazy to me that he's already three months. And so I took a little time off from podcasting and gave y'all some recorded amazing interviews, and I am officially back well-rested and ready to go, y'all. I have missed podcasting, and so I know that there are new people that are here, and I'm just so excited, sis, to share all of the new amazing things that are going to come this year with the podcast. Oh my God, girl, girl, if you love already what I have recorded for you thus far, you're going to love, love, love all the new amazing things I have coming this year. And so I'm going to really be sharing a lot more amazing stuff related to mental health, a lot more content around like actually talking about mental health. I know I talk about it from my perspective, but definitely, definitely talking about it in more of a educational way so that you all understand what you're up against so that we can all fight with God through it. So for those of you that are new. My name is Rosalyn Renee. I'm a mental health professional. I also call myself the productivity queen and I love the Lord and I love him so much. And I share on this podcast, my amazing story related to my personal mental health journey, as well as tips, things, anything you want to know about mental health, that is what you're going to find on this podcast. So just reintroducing myself in the year of 2021. And if you are interested in just hearing about Anything related to therapy, mental health, the Lord, you are in for a treat with this podcast. So to start us off, I really wanted to go back to the basics, y'all. Like I didn't think that I know that people listen to my podcast, but I really want to talk about some basic things today. But first and foremost, before we get into that, make sure you are subscribed to the podcast. One being, you can get a notification as soon as I post a podcast, which is always, always, always great. But also leave a review. If you are someone that has enjoyed this podcast, if you have listened for years now, or if you've listened for a couple months, or you're brand, brand, brand new and found the episodes to be helpful to you, please leave a review. All you have to do if you're on Apple is scroll up on your phone. And leave a review. Please rate us five stars. It always, always helps this podcast get to other people. And that is also a way that I know that you all are enjoying the podcast. Another thing that I would love for you to do is follow me on Instagram. My Instagram handle is at Roslyn Renee, R-O-S-L-Y-N-R-E-N-E. Also follow Therapy is a Christian podcast on Instagram. I'm actually about to start uploading content to that page. And so it's just like I said, so many amazing things are going to come this year and I'm really excited. So. The topic of today's podcast is is four reasons why you should go to therapy. I really, really think that, and I know for my people who are already in counseling, they will definitely understand. So if you find that this episode is relatable to you going to therapy, make sure you share it on social media, all of those things. I just really love seeing when you all are enjoying the episodes. So four reasons why you should go to therapy. So I have been in counseling myself for about three years now. I know that to be true because I remember I went to counseling right before me and my husband got married, probably about a month or two. I started in January of 2018 and I'm still going and we are coming up on our third year of marriage. So it's been about three years since I've been in counseling. And so I can definitely testify to this not only as a mental health professional, but also as someone who is actively in therapy. And so- I'm gonna go through these, these are very, these are four tips. So there are probably plenty more, but these are the top four that I could come up with as to why we need to go to counseling. And I'm definitely giving this perception with understanding spiritually why we should go to counseling, but I'm gonna also give it to a very practical standpoint so you can understand it in a way that you can digest it essentially. So the first reason why you should go to therapy is You need a personal outlet. So to give a background on what counseling really looks like, essentially as a trained professional, we are trained to help our clients one-on-one. Now you can do therapy in a group setting, or you can do it in an individual setting. If you choose to do it in an individual setting, You are assigned a therapist that is specifically for you. We also are mandated by law to not share any of your personal information. So when you consent, it's almost like you're under, well, it is, it's actually under HIPAA. The HIPAA laws is almost like if you were to go to the doctor and you sign those consent forms, your doctor is legally mandated to not go and tell your business to other people, not go tell your family, not to tell your spouse unless you give formal consent. So with that being said, as a licensed professional, we are mandated under the law of HIPAA to not go and share your personal information. So when people say, well, I don't wanna go and tell nobody my business because they're gonna go tell somebody, legally we can't. Under our licensure, we cannot. And so with that being said, you have a personal, non-judgmental unbiased person who can talk to you that is specifically your personal outlet. And as women, we sometimes have so many hats and everybody else's personal outlet that we don't have an outlet for ourselves. And to go and go to someone's office or to go and have that hour in front of your computer and lay it all out leave and not have to worry about somebody judging you, somebody knowing your entire life to give you biased opinion, to give you advice and counsel that is going to help you Also help you process for yourself what you're feeling because a lot of times people have the perspective too that counselors just give you all this advice, but a lot of times we're trained to just help you understand where you are and ask you questions that probe you to think and change the way that you think. And so with that being said, a lot of times we need a personal outlet. We don't have that as a mom now, girl? I look forward to my therapy appointments with my counselor because I know it's a personal place for me that's specifically away from my husbands, away from my sons, away from my mama, my sister, my friends, that's not judgmental. And one of the things that my counselor has always told me is, especially on things that I've shared that can be embarrassing at times, she said, I look at you in the eyes of compassion because counselors are assigned to do that. And especially, you know, thinking about it in a spiritual perspective, as God has assigned people different roles in life, assigning a counselor to be there for you and be non-judgmental, they are assigned to be compassionate towards you and to give you space. And a lot of times we just need space. And so having that personal outlet is absolutely 100% necessary, especially when it comes to needing to talk about stuff. And so that's the first reason why you should go to therapy. The second reason why you should go to therapy is you get the opportunity to learn the strategies to help you with what you're specifically going through. So most of us, and I don't know what your specific story is, have all gone through something, whether it be some trauma, whether it be lack of boundaries in our friendships, whether it be a bad breakup, whether it be dealing with parents, toxic parents, whether it be toxic friendships, whether it be Uh, grief and loss, whether it be what literally whatever thing you have gone through is something that has impacted you. And so a lot of times when we go through these different seasons that will challenge us and also impact the way we think or have grown up in situations that, you know, that have literally been the pivot for us in our life and the way we deal with things, the way we deal with things emotionally, the way we don't deal with things emotionally, the way we harbor feelings, we sometimes don't know what those things have done that have impacted us. And so with counseling, you're able to really gain the strategies to know and help with what you're specifically going through. So for example, let's say you're someone that struggles really heavily with depression and you have really hard like really hard weeks and months where you might really struggle with depression. And this is one of those things where I always say, this podcast is not a shame podcast. Just because we're Christian and we are God's children and we have struggles with, or I will say we have these challenges with our mental health that impact the way we think, the way we function, the way we communicate, that does not mean that we can't understand or have the practical tools to be able to overcome them. That's the whole point of this podcast is to really shed light on all the things that yes, we may have challenges with that God can fix. But also too, yes, God can fix those things, but sometimes we need a little extra help to push and gain the practical tools to help us overcome them. So for example, if you're someone who struggles with depression, and I'm not talking about depression that's just like, I'm sad today. I'm okay tomorrow. I'm talking about deep depression where you don't want to get out the bed. You don't want to eat. Your sleeping has changed where you stay up all night or you sleep all day, where you find that you're crying consistently throughout the day and week, where you find that you don't want to talk to people you just shut down, where you isolate yourself in your house, which of course we're in a pandemic. So that could be anybody but just isolating yourself in the house where you just don't want to come out. If people call you, you intentionally ignore their phone calls and just struggle with feeling like you have purpose, feeling like you want to live, like all of these things, this deep depression. Counseling can really shed light on when did that start? How did that start? Where did that come from? But also additionally with that, Counseling can give you the strategy. So counseling can help you say, okay, today I'm just going to shower. I'm not going to try to talk to five people. I'm not going to try to watch some motivational video on YouTube. I'm just going to take a shower. And a lot of times with that one thing can start a snowball effect. When you slowly add over time, you can get better. Where then you're able to talk to one person, maybe out of the week. Where then you're able to eat a meal that can fill you up maybe for the day where you can gain the appreciation for yourself and feel like you actually have purpose and worth and all of those things. Because here's the thing, God's thoughts towards us aren't negative. I know that a lot of times we can feel shameful because we're Humans, but God is not a shameful God. He loves us. And I know that when we're in these spaces, it's almost like, I don't feel like hearing that or I don't want to hear that sis. I don't feel like I'm okay enough to hear that and feel like God has accepted me that sometimes you need to even get to a place to feel okay to hear that. To feel like I'm okay to even understand and rationalize in my head that that's true. Because sometimes you can be so far off the deep end that you just really need some strategies and help to get you to where you need to be. And this is why when Jesus came, his whole point was to bring forth freedom for the people. It was to bring victory and why when people were in his presence, it was almost like they didn't even understand why their life was changed because of this one man. And so with that being said, you may not even know that you're in the deep water of depression until you start to experience or start to gain the practical strategies to feel better, to start being able to maybe then get out of the bed and cook some food. Because for some people, that can be literally just the one thing they can do. And that doesn't mean you're any less than any other person at all. And so with counseling you're able to gain the strategies. Same thing with grief, learning how to deal with loss, learning how to process what that looks like, knowing how to even process talking to your spouse, communication. It doesn't necessarily have to be something like it's to, something as overwhelming as depression, but it can be something else like if you need communication with your spouse, if you need to understand, why you get triggered when somebody says something to you. If you struggle with people pleasing, all of those things can help you gain the strategies to be able to overcome those areas. The third reason why you should go to counseling is to understand your thoughts and feelings better. So I talked about this the other day to someone when I was talking about, a lot of times we don't know, our feelings can kind of just take over. And we say, we, I feel this, I feel this, I feel this, I feel this. But what in all actuality is those feelings are attached to some type of thought. So for example, you might say, I feel inadequate. And what you really might be feeling From that is inadequacy, feeling like you're not good enough, feeling like you won't make it, feeling like you you don't deserve to go after those things because you're not smart enough or you don't have a degree or all these other things that we put on ourselves because We want to, honestly, we self-sabotage. We self-sabotage in our mind out of fear. And so in our minds, we think, oh, I'm fearful, but really you're feeling inadequate. You're feeling like, I don't, I can't, I'm not good enough to go after this. Where did that start? What thought is associated with that? So you may think to yourself, oh, because I don't have a degree, I'm not good enough which makes you feel sad, which makes you feel less worthy, which makes you feel like you're inadequate, that you're not good enough. And so what happens is you self-sabotage any good thing that might come your way. Or for another example... You might be single and you start a relationship with a guy. He begins to really open himself up to you and you think it's too good to be true. And so because of that, and because you have been in relationships that have been toxic in the past, when it felt like it was too good to be true, the guy hurts you. So then you end up, Feeling as though this is going to happen again, so it's too good to be true. I don't need to talk to him anymore. Or him talking to you is too much for you. He's doing too much. He's clingy or needy when really he just wants to give you attention. But you don't understand that the feeling associated with that is probably a feeling of self-sabotage. It could have been rejection in the past. so you, In order to not feel rejected, you reject the other person so that you don't feel rejected. And so that's associated with feelings and thoughts. And a lot of times you don't know this is happening until you're talking out situations with someone. Until you're able to say, I don't know why I struggle in relationships. And the therapist might say, okay, well, tell me about your past relationship. Well, the guy was too clingy. Well, what did he do? He would text me all the time or text me good morning or text me at night and all of these things. Well, is that being clingy or is that showing interest? And you might see that is he's doing too much. And in the past relationship you had, like I said before, you might have been rejected. So you don't want to be rejected. So you reject someone else. And being able to process through that helps you understand the feelings and thoughts better to make changes to the things that you decide, the way you interact with people, the way you make decisions. All of those things are important in being able to overcome what you might be experiencing. And therapy can be a tool for that. All right. So number three, I mean, number three was understanding your thoughts and feelings better. Number four, mental health ties to every area of our life. If we're thinking about physical health, emotional health, spiritual health, all of the, our relational health, our financial health, all of these things tie in with our mental health. Why? Why? The way we think about a lot of these areas, all is mental. For example, let's just talk about financial health. Let's say you get upset one day and you go spend a bunch of money. Well, truly, like the trigger of that was you're being upset. And so it impacted you making the decision to go spend a bunch of money. And people say retail therapy. The way you think about money... The way you interact with money in the way that you may get a lot of money and just go spend it. Or you might be a hoarder. You might save to where you don't invest at all. You don't make any financial choices. You might be what we call cheap. Where you just buy everything on sale, like not saying anything's wrong with that. There's wisdom in sending money, but your interaction with it, it can be tied to something. It can be, you can be, your relationship with money at an early age might've been toxic. You might've saw your parents scrape and scrape and scrape and scrape to where now you have this hustler mentality and you hustle, 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 hustle in order to make $5 to where you don't know that you don't have to do that. You could find something that is very profitable for you, charge for it, charge something that's your worth. And be able to make something good out of it without lowballing yourself. Like all these things are tied to our mental health because they're tied to experiences that we might have experienced. Everything has a root. And so when it comes to physical health, the way when people talk about a lot of times losing weight is mental, being able to tell yourself you can do it, being able to eat differently, our health. All of those things are tied to the way we think in our mental space. Our emotional health is the same way, so on and so forth. And so with that being said, you know, a lot of times we aren't able to deal with the other areas of our life because our mental space is we don't work on it. It's a muscle. One of the things I always say, and I sometimes get frustrated with it because it's very true is every day I have to work on my mental health. Every single day, every single day I have to work when I feel anxious to pray to God. Every day I have to work on having a positive mind space. Every day I have to work on making sure I declare over my life what it will be. Every day I have to tell myself what I believe to be true and not what my irrational fears are. What do I believe? What are the facts? And a constant reminder of that is remaining steadfast staying vigilant. And sometimes it takes time. Sometimes it takes work. It takes work to stay fit. So in order to stay fit mentally, you have to work on it. And what better way to do that with someone? Sometimes we think we can do it on our own. And yes, it does require some individual work. But it also requires us being able to be held accountable in some ways, but also have someone walk us through the process of what that looks like. I say all the time that my therapist was literally a blessing from God. She would walk me through processes and things that I didn't even understand at the time were blessings that God was giving me. He was revealing things. He was opening up so much insight. God was allowing her to shine light on areas I had never even thought of were possible or what I had experienced as a kid or what I experienced as a young adult through family, through friendships, through my relationship with my husband that I thought were normal, but some of them were toxic. Some of them were decisions I made out of wanting to people please, wanting to not feel rejected, wanting to feel like I knew it all, quote unquote, and I didn't. And so with that being said, go to counseling if you are experiencing this. If you are someone who struggles in making goals, talk to your therapist about these four things. Like, hey, this is something I heard on a podcast. I'm thinking this might relate to me. Can we talk through this? Those can be building blocks into other areas that might help you. Okay, so just as a recap, the four reasons why you should go to therapy. One, you have a personal outlet. Number two, you learn the strategies to help you with what you're specifically going through. Number three, you understand thoughts and feelings better. And number four, mental health ties to every area of your life. So I hope this episode was helpful to you. If it was, if you know somebody that wants to go to counseling, send them this episode and if you are interested in wanting to find a therapist, know how to find one, know how to find a Christian therapist, know how to find an African-American therapist, just wanting to find the therapist in general go sign up for my email list. I'm doing something extra special for y'all at the end of the month to help you specifically walk through step-by-step on how to find a therapist. But if you go to my email list and sign up for my email list, you'll be the first to know I'm going to release it to my email list first before I release it to the general public. And I want you to be able to sign up and get your seat because it's only going to be for a limited number of spots. So I love you all. Make sure you send this episode to a friend and I will talk to you next week.